This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. On election eve, it's kind of like Christmas Eve. You're either going to be really happy with what you get under the tree or you're not. <laughs> but that's what it is. All right. And there's no doubt, look, third party groups have had a huge impact on this campaign. And it's not new. But it's how they're doing it that is new. Because up until this election, and you may recall this, public sector unions spent millions on really, really aggressive attack ads targeted mainly, well, only at the conservatives on TV. Now you hardly see any. But the attacks are rolling out on social media, and there is no group, I think, that's been more effective or more damaging than the Facebook group called Ontario Proud. This is a a right-wing group that has set its sights on bringing down the liberals. And with 364,000 followers, very little money, they used algorithms to set out their anti-liberal messages, and they got millions. And, of course, when the liberals were dead, then they shifted their focus to the NDP. But their tactics do not come without criticism. Let's bring in the founder of Ontario Proud, Jeff Ballingal, joins me now. Uh, Jeff, when you launched Ontario Proud, um, I I mean, I know that the goal was to, to bring the liberals down and to stop them. But it actually was achieved. And I think a lot of people say Ontario Proud was a big part of that. Yeah, I like to think we uh, we are. Um, you know, we've been reaching millions of people a week for almost two years. Uh, oh, sorry, for over two years now, and I think we've been able to uh, encaps- encapsulate um, a growing feeling of disenchantment with politics as usual in this province. And people are sick of their you know hydro bills. They're sick of the political corruption. And and lo and behold, the liberals are now going to be fighting for official party status. So I think uh, I think we've done a good job. Well, you know, it's interesting because Tim Hudak was was brought down by, you know, a comment about the public sector and, and firing 100,000 jobs. But it was also the union attack ads that played out on television 24 hours a day. We didn't see any of that this election because the game is now played on social media, namely on, on places like Facebook. Yes. So that's how I knew we had an opportunity. When the when government decided to change the rules and limit the ad spending, I knew that would finally gave us um, you know, those on digital, an opportunity. Because for us, we our whole advantage is that, yes, we spent uh, a lot of money on uh, a lot of money online and even television advertising in other ways. But it wasn't like the multi-million dollar ad buys of, uh, of before. And mm-hmm. the unions and we were hamstrung by those limits. But because we have this massive online base, we didn't need to spend a lot of money during the election. We had already won. We had already done so much damage to the wind government by pounding them every day um, on, with our attacks. And then number two is that we had this engaged audience that would share our message for us for free. And so we were still able to reach this week. We reached 4.7 million people and we barely spent any money online. Right. And then, of course, you guys push it out. And then those who follow you tend to push it out. So it's just got growing tentacles nonstop. But interestingly, um, you're not alone. There, there are dozens now of groups that have jumped on to, to social media and it's becoming a very crowded room. How do you stay ahead of this? Because you're clearly not going to stop at the provincial election. Now you've got your, your sights set, I would think, to the federal election. And there's no question they have been watching what's going on and they're trying to change the rules for that. Yes, they are. Uh, we're cognizant of that. But, you know, we're, you know, we have a right to free speech in this country. And as long as we have that right, we're going to be exercising it. And I think we're going to be able to organize and out hustle them and 
And I think at the end of the day, our message resonates. I mean, what, we, what we're preaching isn't, you know, out of the norm. It's lower taxes and less waste and less debt and against, uh, against corruption. And I think there's always going to be a market for that and holding politicians to, uh, to account. I think nothing we want is, you know, particularly weird. A lot of people don't like it, but um, a lot of people, more people do. So, um, you know, it's been a lot of fun and we're, we're definitely going to continue. But you are criticized for, you know, the crude nature of, of, of the material with the memes and, 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 and that. I mean, people uh, kind of cringe at it because it can be very damaging. Sure, they might cringe at it, but nothing we do is outside of the realm. They just don't like the fact that conservatives or small-c conservatives are fighting back. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I think it has to be pointed out. It's not like uh, the union groups, working families, they weren't any nicer. I mean, they said some terrible things, um, but they were the only ones competing for that. And so now it's on the other side being thrown, but it has been noticed. Well, they just don't like it. They don't like us because we're effective. I mean, nothing we say is wouldn't be um, couldn't be parroted by Saturday Night Live or, you know, other uh, other groups. So we add a bit of humor. We add a bit of hard-hitting facts. Um, but a lot of people just don't like it because for once... Um, the opposite side has their act together, and we're finding a way to be effective, and um, we're out hustling them and out, uh, outsmarting them, and they don't like it. You've done politics for a very long time, um, and the one thing that's been really frustrating uh, for me in covering this election is that it's just been so ugly. It's just been mudslinging, name-calling, not a lot of policy discussion, um, but certainly just an ugly campaign. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I don't like it when families are brought in at all. That's something we would never do. We've never done. We'll never talk about a politician's family. Um, that's, you know, that's just, it's abhorrent to us. That's not what we're about. We don't want to go into people's personal lives either. Uh, and it's unfortunate that that's not being dragged out, um, from, you know, not just against, um, Doug Ford, but against Andrew Horvath as well. And to a lesser degree, Kathleen Wynne, Mm -hmm. that's not something that I think is, is it's good for politics or good for society. And the other thing people criticize your group for is that, uh, you call them, you get numbers, you, you, you send texts, uh, which by the way, I've, I've gotten no texts from Ontario Proud. I have gotten a couple of texts from, from, uh, NDP groups. I don't know how they get the numbers, but there is criticize criticism because, you know, you're reaching out through, through their, uh, cell phones. Well, exactly. I mean, so we're doing it. Sure. But we're following the law. It's legal within elections, Ontario and CRTC regulations. We're following the law to the T. Um, but I mean, this is something that's being been done from left wing groups like Lead Now. It's being done by the NDP, but it seems to be we're the only ones that uh, get called out on it. And when it's us, it's devious, and when it's them, it's sophisticated. But you know what? It is what it is, and we're, you know I'm not going to complain that we're being you know, we have unfair treatment. We're just going to focus on uh, persuading minds and mobilizing people against uh, against the NDP and the Liberals. We know that there are groups that are uh, like Lead Now that get foreign funding, but you're you're are you are you registered? We well, of course have been registered okay. since the first day we could be registered in Ontario. And will you uh, have to divulge who funds you? We have to divulge who funds uh, everything we spend on advertising, correct. And is it completely Canadian? It's 100% Canadian. And uh, yes, it's 100% Canadian. We have nothing to hide. That's you know what we're doing. Um, we're proud of that. We have over 1,300 donors. And it'll all be disclosed and people will be able to see that um, in the disclosure period in December. Okay, so what happens next? Because now that people have been watching Ontario Proud... There are going to be a lot of groups on the left that say it worked for them. We're now going to to start doing it that way. So how do you change the game to stay ahead? So we're looking at a number. I'm not going to tell you all my plans, but... Uh, well, tell me all your looking. strategy. Come on. <laughs> we're moving on to new platforms. We're diversifying a lot. We don't want to be just be on Facebook. Right. Um, and, but as I said earlier, I think we will always have an advantage because our me- our message is fairly mainstream. We're just really aggressive about it. So we're aggressively 
center-right moderates. I mean, we just want lower taxes and smaller government and less waste. Nothing. We don't want anything too crazy. Just, you know, Paul, let's, let's have some common sense here and let's have some competent politicians and speak out against corruption. I think that there's a market for that. And I think we've got a, we've got a lot of room to grow. I get the sense, though, just before I let you go, that that Elections Ontario and Elections Canada will likely say, look, we've, we've got to change the rules. Are you expecting that there'll be changes coming? Uh, I don't know about in Ontario. I guess that would be depend on who forms the next government. Uh, but in the federal law, as the Trudeau has, government has it, uh, it's very worrisome. And I think it's a char- uh, violation of our charter rights. And, you know, we'll work with others to pursue court cases against it to ensure that everyone has a right to free, right to free speech. When you um, launched this venture, did you think it would be this successful? Uh, a lot of people have asked me that. Um, yes and no. I knew that we, I had something from the, like, from the very beginning. I knew I had something. Um, but, uh, you know, it's exceeded my wildest, wildest expectations now. Well, I guess we'll see what happens uh, tomorrow, but uh, the Liberals clearly will not be part of the future. Uh, Jeff, thank you. Great. Thanks for having me. Jeff Ballingill joining us, and no doubt there will be others that pop up because don't forget, there's a federal election next. Won't that be fun? (laughs) On Point, I'm Alex Pearson. You're listening to Global News Radio.